and we're live. Stand by for the baddest, meanest, toughest wrestling you'll ever see. Hey, anybody there? Alright everybody, welcome to the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I am your host for this evening, Doug Hummer. We have a very special episode, uh, but before we get into that, let me introduce who's also with me, my brother Daniel's here. Good to be here. Uh, Eric, of course, is with us as always. What's up? Alright, and joining, we are going to have... What, plenty of special guests here on the show. Right now on the line with us, we have from the GWF, uh, the uh, lead announcer, Craig Johnson. Hello, everybody. It's great to be on the show. Well, we appreciate you being on. And a first timer on this episode, some may call him the goon, some may call him the super D, some may call him Wild Bill. Or if you're a personal friend or family member, you might call him by his birth name, but Wild Bill Irwin is here. Some people call me a goof, too, you know. (laughs) Uh, All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, in a few minutes, I might have to step away from the, the, the pod for a few minutes, but I'll call back, okay? Oh, good. Sounds good. We're just ha- we're just happy yeah, to have yeah. you. Happy to have you. Well, where's all the rest? Where's all the rest of the goofs? Uh, they should be calling in. A, a lot of them, a, a few of them, uh, Rod Price talked to. So, I'm leaving this on Rod. Oh, <laughs> oh, Christ. Well, he's <laughs> he's the one that talked to me too. So I don't know. Maybe they'll they should be here. They should show up. Yeah, I think. Well. Some people are just fashionably late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, California but, uh, late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, all right, so we are going to be talking. We're going to go back in the time machine uh, to the uh, Global Wrestling Federation, the summer of 1991. We're going to be talking about the GWF Tag Team Championship Tournament. Uh, it was a... 24 it was a 24 team tournament that was done european style uh craig can you explain to uh the audience and to us exactly what that is i was about yeah, to me ask too. you what the hell what the hell <laughs> I was is about to ask style. you what it meant <laughs> i i can, I can I explain the english lords i can't explain a european style tournament <laughs> I guess the only th- yeah. yeah, I guess the only thing I know is that one group got a buy all the way to the end. <laughs> so that makes <laughs> European. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess that's I mean, it, I mean, yeah. I mean that's just the way it was always explained on TV, so I was hoping you would know, but moving on. Scott Hudson line yeah. three. Uh you know. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so alright. So getting getting past that. Let's go. Uh, the English Lords were the ones that uh, vacated the GWF yeah. tag team titles. It was said they were in a serious automobile accident. Well, first of all, you have to realize that this is an anniversary because in 1972 in Ipswich, 
at the Fireman's Hall, they made their debut uh, in a very unique event because it was held in, uh, as I said, Fireman's Hall. And they still had the pole there, but the pole was in the middle of the ring. And so at one point, one of the English lords, and I can't remember which one, actually came down from the second tier of the fire hall, came down the pole, and gave a drop kick to one of the opponents there. And that's how they actually won their very first title. But what a tragic situation. You know, I, I've been to the, uh, the executive offices there in Barcelona, Spain, which is now where Camp New is, by the way. They, they, the FC Barcelona bought, bought the actual GWF offices for many millions of dollars, which I don't know what happened to any of those. But, you know, the English lords in that terrible car accident, I think they were driving a Peugeot at the time, and uh, it was either that or a Yugo. It might have been a Yugo, and that thus the tragic accident on the Autobahn, with Autobahns in the Autobahn. Ah, uh, just, just tragic. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, by the way, like the, the English Lords were technically, so them being the GWF Tag Team Champions, it was technically, it was a tournament that was technically held in Barcelona, Spain. Uh, yeah. Let's see, we got somebody else coming in. All right, who just who just joined us live on air? Hello, beautiful people. This is Chaz. Chaz Taylor, ladies and gentlemen, the son of the late, great Tugboat Taylor. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh. Everybody's living well. For, former light heavyweight Welcome. champion, Chaz Taylor. Former light heavyweight Thanks champion. Uh, uh, former former teen heartthrob. Exactly. That's funny. Uh, I've been called a lot of things over the years. That, well, in GWF, I remember you, be call, you being called the teen heartthrob, Chaz, and, uh, and also your uh, matches with uh, Lightning Kid. Unfortunately, we're not yes, talking about that today. We're going to talk about the tag team tournament, uh, which you no, were that's in. Cool. We had some great yeah. tag teams. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll get to that. So English Lords vacate the titles. Of course, they won the titles. Uh, Rod, it's another one of those tournaments. Or not Rod. Uh, Craig, it's another one of those tournaments that was held in uh, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, right? Rio de Janeiro, yes, at, at the famous uh, Copacabana Club, uh, where they served lots of margaritas to the fans there. Right, but guys, I understand I'm, that I'm stepping away. <laughs> okay, we'll see, you, we'll see you in a bit, bit uh, Bill. All right, man, Thanks. I missed that voice. <laughs> Craig, I love you. Well, thank you. I lo- love you too, man. man. Do I miss that voice? It seems like uh, yesterday. It does seem like yesterday. I mean, that part of my life, and my life has been reinvented so many times, but the pro wrestling part of my life is the, is the one that just keeps on, uh, keeps on bringing me back to some really fond memories. I mean, I'm going to a local independent show tomorrow with a bunch of my friends because we just enjoy going. Um, it's, just, awesome. it's, it's really neat to see the camaraderie between people and, and my gosh, that locker room at the Sportatorium. I mean, we had so many great stories amongst each other and especially yeah. on a night yeah. like this tournament with so many amazing people in there. I mean, I've got a story about just about every single one of them and, 
and it was just it was phenomenal the amount of talent that we were able to bring in for that. This is back when Bill Eady was still booking, and he they they shot for the moon. They really thought that yeah. they could uh, get get some real good attention on here. And but I still run into people who say ESPN every day at four o'clock. That was what they yep. did when they came home from school. And so uh, I'm 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 glad to be a part of those memories and Chaz I'm glad glad you were a part of that too. I know uh, I know that Lightning Kid always gave you a really rough time but you were always a wonderful worker and we're always happy to to show up and and do some great work. So I always appreciate that out of you. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you. I mean, you led us in a great direction and uh and it was just it, it was I can't believe it's been 3 decades. Yep. It's insane, man. And I, okay. Everybody knows that you know I have gray hair now. I was a teen heartthrob, and now I have gray hair. Yeah. How insane well, I is turned, that? I turned sixty last year, so it's wow. like what? <laughs> right, right. But man, the funny so thing is, if you saw me in the, but can you it, list some? Can you list some of these tag teams? Because man, the, the talent. Yeah on that roster was like parallel to none. Let, let's go through some of them. John Tatum and Rod Price, the California connection. You had Kendo Nagasaki coming in. Uh, yes. Talk about a legendary wrestler. Uh, his tag team partner was some guy they put in the hood. You know, that happened. Uh, Stan Lane yeah. was there, and they, they had an amazing angle with Steve Cox where Steve Cox didn't want to cheat. And Stan Lane do just – Yeah, do it to it, Steve Cox. Sunny Beach and Stevie Ray, not the Stevie Ray that we think of with Harlem Heat, but the original Beachborn Stevie Ray. You had yourself right. and one of my favorite people in the world, Terry Garvin. Um, right. Then J- Jack Victory and Rip Morgan, uh, the the new uh, what did they call? Oh, the Royal Family. Yes, from uh, from right. uh, New Zealand. Uh, the Dirty Davis brothers, Mike Davis and Tom Davis. I always loved Mike. He was always so much fun. Yep. El, El Gran Coloso and Firecat, who was Brady Boone. Then wow. we had Bill Irwin, who will be joining us again. I just have to ask him how what it was like uh, pairing with Johnny Ace, and if he wished him well on his future endeavors. Um, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't remember teaming with Johnny Ace because when Bill and I had a conversation last week. He asked me, who the hell is Johnny Ace? <laughs> uh, that explains a lot. Um, then you had Jeff, Jeff Gaylord of the Blue Avenger. No clue who the Blue Avenger was. Then you had, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save that one. We have the American breed of Dapper Dan and Rick Gonzalez against Muck and Singh and a mystery partner. The mystery partner Cactus Jack. Yeah, oh, my time. God. Uh, then the Renegade Warriors, Mark Youngblood and Chris Youngblood against the Cuban Assassin and El Cruzado. No clue. <laughs> then you have right. the team of Bad News and Big Bully Busick. Oh, my God. What a pairing there. Going against Patriot and the person you, that you knew was going to do the job, Terry Daniels. <laughs> in that in that foursome, yeah, uh, Terry Daniels was going to do the job. Uh, the um, Joel Deaton and Billy Black out of Georgia, great tag team against the Nightmares. Have no idea who the Nightmares were. I, I don't even remember the match. Then you had uh, here here are four people that you should put in the ring: 
Steve Dane and the Handsome Stranger against Scott Anthony and the Hustler Rip Rogers. Man, that's and that's four talented the, people. Yeah. And then the last match I'm going to talk about was the strangest thing I've seen in ages, and I'm going, what in the hell is going on here? It is yeah. Eric Fontaine and Brian Adias against Randy Rhodes and Rick Guerin. Christopher Love was managing Randy Rhodes and Rick Guerin, but actually was managing Randy Rhodes and Eric Fontaine, and both partners turned on the other so that there was a double pin and both teams won. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell booked this? And I remember that it was Bill Eady. But, you know, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> but the guy's a genius. Yeah, it was it was it was just so much fun. I mean, <laughs> Christopher Love, honey. <laughs> I used to be terrified of Christopher Love all the time, but he was he was such an amazing uh, amazing mind in there too. Yes, another brilliant mind. Yeah. Yeah, this, so this I have a little trivia for you. I have a little trivia for you. Do you okay, sure. you know like you mentioned who my tag partner was. Do you know who my second tag partner was? Or do you remember? Hmm. Well, I, I know, know you tagged me with your dad a couple one. times. Yeah. You tagged no, me with your dad tournament. a couple times in the tournament. In the tournament. Yeah, you were uh, you teamed with uh, Joel Deaton in the second round, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, you I was did. Like, I was wondering if anybody would remember that. Remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, the the video I sent everybody. We spent the, or we uh, ended up watching it, and I, I remember that because I've actually seen the video countless times. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I remember that. Well, yeah, four hours you'll that. never get back. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It was four hours you'll never get back. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it, it's it's such a fun watch though, especially even as a younger guy, just, just seeing. Especially like a, I know like a cactus, an early cactus. Muckham Singh's always fun to watch, especially before the WWF and the Bash and Booger stuff. Just this is a really fun time period to check into and, and with you yeah. guys. And when you saw Cactus doing the hip buster, which was basically an elbow drop off the apron to an opponent on the floor, and he had pulled back the mats, and I'm like. What in the hell? What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> and I, I know Hudson and I were like, "What? Is, he, he's hurting himself there. What's going on?" Good times. Yeah, it was. Uh, and, now, Chad, and I have you, to, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, John. Or go ahead, Craig. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoever I am today, uh, the, one of the things that I thought was uh, unsung hero was Scott Hudson of of calling that tournament. If you and you all watched all four hours, if you got the insane references that he would slip in right in the middle of the match, and you're like, "What did he just say?" I mean, Scott was the king of the arcane references. Who uh, you'd literally, uh, if you had Google back in these days, you'd be going what is he talking about? And can I look it up? But back in those days, you couldn't look him up. So he's like, what is he talking about? He was so much fun to work with. Oh my gosh. Exactly. 
Yeah, the chemistry between you guys is crazy too. You guys were just playing off each other like it was nothing. Oh yeah, and and I I think it's because we both had the, kind of the same sense of humor. I mean, that humor went on to write the Shinonamaki Post with Stephen DeTruth. So you know, there there's a, a few warped minds in that. Uh, now, uh, Chaz, did you did you watch uh, any of the uh, the video that I sent you? I never got it. Oh, what? Oh crap! <laughs> I thought I hit ten. Yeah, no, I never got anything. Oh, well, there's some guy. There's some guy in Michigan who's going. Why is somebody sending me a GW? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, whoops, <laughs> my bad. Uh, <laughs> I thought I did because I I sent it. Uh, I thought I sent it to everybody at the same time. So I, it happens. Uh, apologies. I, I got the. No, you're good. Doug. I got the message saying if you're interested, and but it did. It it has like a little thing there that has a link, but it, it doesn't. It's black. Uh, mm. okay. It just ah. didn't come through. Maybe maybe I was in a a dead zone or something when it came through. Mm. That's well, okay, Chaz. Uh, D- Doug sent me an OnlyFans link, and I didn't understand what he wanted me to do with it. So, nice. I thought we nice. weren't going to mention that on air. <laughs> you know, it's funny, but I came up with a gimmick with only only mullet. <laughs> uh, it's, it's you know, it's not live, it's not real, but it's it's funny. I had I had it logo made and everything. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, I, I think we uh, we've uh, kind of killed enough time trying uh, trying to give uh, Rod and them enough time to get on here, but maybe they all fell asleep. So, what do you say we try to get into the tournament? Uh, get into the tournament a little bit, and we'll try to save Wild Bill's uh, first round match for when he calls back in. Yeah. All righty. So, so we can ask him, you know, what he thought of, or if he even remembers teaming with Johnny A. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a you know, I, I think <laughs> I'm going to have to look back at my YouTube channel, but I think my first te- match on TV was with Johnny A. Oh, really? May very well have been. Yeah. It was uh, for uh, Grizzly Smith in Louisiana. Hmm. But I don't mean to take away from what we're talking about now, but yeah, no. it was. No, uh, well, not at all. No, you're good. Yeah, that was good times. Yeah, I bet you that was uh, that was an experience wrestling for Grizzly. But uh, so it, I can take us through the brackets if you'd like me to, as the announcer would uh, normally do. So uh, I, it first away. round, Steve Simpson. Yeah, Steve Simpson and Conan Chris Walker against Hollywood John Tatum and Rod Price. Now, this one, obviously, you've got two teams with a lot of experience, but there was something about the look of Chris Walker and Steve Simpson that just told you they were going to go far in the tournament. I They were actually, to be honest with you, going back to when I was a kid, uh, Craig, they were actually my favorite tag team. Really? 
yes. Uh, well, my favorite, my favorite tag team in the. Uh, so obviously, I had three favorite tag teams because I watched three different uh, organizations or, or three different wrestling promotions. I watched WCW, WWF, and GWF. My favorite WWF tag team was the Bushwhackers. I, I, oh! Oh yeah. no, wrong one. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite WCW tag team was uh, was Rick and Scott Steiner. And uh, yes. Yeah, my favorite PWF tag team was Walker and Simpson. And I remember when, uh, like years ago, when ESPN Classic, when that was a thing started re-airing the GWF episodes, I remember just kind of going back and being like, oh, I remember watching them, as, watching them as a kid. Now, I, I, will, I will totally digress here again because it's, it's too good of a, a story. So uh, after the tapings, when Chris Walker would come out, we had a tradition of going, and Chaz, you remember this, we all went over to Hooters after, yep. uh, after the matches, and yep. every time we went into Hooters, we would always tell the hostess that it was Chris Walker's birthday. Yep. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time. Well, he yeah, decided he I, was going to get back. I think I won the light heavyweight title belt. Uh, yep. We were there, and it was his birthday. <laughs> yep. So uh, at one point, he, uh, Del Wilkes, I think it was Jack Victory and Chris, uh, I had the only rent-a-car, so I'm driving around. And they said, Craig, uh, we, we have a stop we have to make. And I said, uh, I'm, I don't need to make a stop if you all want me to drop you off somewhere. They said, no, we have a stop we need to make. And we were on Greenville Avenue. They said, drive up here, Greenville Avenue, and take a ride on Park Lane. And I went, oh, sh- sugar. <laughs> and so there we go, marching into the Million Dollar Saloon. And, of course, what's the first thing out of uh, Chris Walker's mouth? It's Craig's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's gold. Yeah, he 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 got me back. <laughs> well, the opponent the opponents John Tatum and Rod Price. Oh my God, John Tatum with the bionic bout, the greatest. Rod was such a tough guy as well. But uh, Steve Simpson and Chris Walker with the win in that one. Uh, match number two: Kendo Nagasaki and the Ninja against Stan Lane and Steve Cox managed. By Jim Cornette. To me, this was actually, uh, and my brother uh, it kind of agreed with me on this, like the whole Cornette thing and Steve Cox coming in and being the partner and Cornette and Stan Lane really not wanting him. Like they'd rather have a rash than have uh, Steve Cox as their partner. But like to me, that was like really, uh, that was like one of the highlights of the of the video just seeing like the dynamic there because Stan Lane and, and Steve Cox I think actually worked together uh in Memphis or, or I, I know they've worked together in the past I think right I believe so yeah I, I thought it was like a perfect like one of the like better like storylines going throughout the whole it was a fun thing to follow through and having James E come out and talk smack about Cox at every turn. Yeah. It was fun. And then Stan with his great announcer voice saying, stick with me, kid. Just watch what I'm doing. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut and you'll be a star. <laughs> yeah. Now this was one. Uh, now Stan and uh, well, Cornette started Smoky Mountain right after this, right? 
So he they weren't uh, around very long. Right. Uh, yeah, well, we, so we quit bringing then, people so. in. So, yeah, <laughs> that was kind of the tough part. We quit bringing people in. Let's move on to the next match. It's uh, Son of a Bitch, excuse me, Sunny Beach and Stevie Ray <laughs> against Chico Torres and El Azteca, who must have been another generic person we put up under a hood. Should take a spot. <laughs> can, can I just ask about, about about Steve Ray and Sunny Beach? Did they basically just come to work uh, for you guys because they got tired of being paid in cocaine and hookers by Herb Abrams? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. But they were names. People at least knew them, which was kind of cool. Uh, but they they ended up winning. Uh, they ended up winning that one. By the way, Stan Layden and Steve Cox uh, won the previous matchup. Then you have, and I'm going to just defer to our uh, other guest here, Jack Victory and Rip Morgan against Terry Garvin and Jazz. Yes. Good times. And they beat the snot out of me, I think, if I remember right. Uh, Well, those those two were just, they were they were big guys. They were. I mean, and they were amazing talents, and and they had a wealth of knowledge of the ring. And all I could do was just shut up and listen and have fun and enjoy the ride. Chaz, talk a little bit about Terry Garvin because he was such an amazing human being. He really was. I mean, and he was genuine. I mean, he'd give you the shirt off his back, and he was just like. I don't remember him saying an ill word or a bad word about anybody, really. I mean, he really was, I think, a good person, you know, and that's that's kind of what I try to be like as well. I mean, to where nobody can say a bad thing about you. Yeah, that's that's a great way to live. Yeah, I mean, it's it's done okay for me. Well done, you know, well done it, to you. <laughs> I mean, and go ahead, Craig. I'm sorry. I wasn't saying a word. I was sitting back uh, listening. <laughs> no, and yeah, I you know, I've actually also the had the opportunity to. Uh, I've also had the opportunity to have a conversation with Terry Garvin before, and he is a he was a sweetheart of a guy. He really was. I thought before he died, I talked to him often on the phone and it was just like man just it, it like you know it took a piece of your heart when you, you lose some not just the talented people but like good people mm-hmm. yeah steve dane uh, as well dad yeah i i, re- I remember hearing about it because i'm also i'm friends with uh uh, Craig, a mutual fr- uh, a, a friend of yours as well, Bob Hazelwood, who was doing, uh, I think, a podcast with Terry at the time. And when yep. he posted yeah. that, I was just like, oh, my God, no. I didn't believe it. Yeah. One of those guys definitely gone too soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. The Dirty Davis brothers of Mike and Tom Davis. They'll point out to you that they don't look alike at all, but they're still brothers <laughs> against Firecat and El Grande Coloso. Uh, 
Firecat being Brady Boone and Mike and Tom Davis go over there. Um, my very last moment on the GWF was with Mike Davis stalking me in in the downstairs office as the Viper. I remember yeah, that's that. the way Hanging I left. The that's the way I left. <laughs> Hanging from the rafter. I was watching from around the corner. Yep. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, good times. Well, we, we've gotten to uh, we've gotten to Bill's uh, Bill's match, but we can skip it if we want to and wait for him to come back. Yeah, uh, I mean, we there's, have, there's, we there's a better chance of him coming back than I think there is of the other three joining in. <laughs> that was the Scott Anthony match, right? No, Scott Anthony's coming up later. Okay. No, uh, uh, Bill uh, Bill Irwin and Johnny Ace against uh, Jeff Gaylord and the Blue Avenger. Which actually, uh, I don't know if anybody caught it or not, but the Blue Avenger actually replaced Action Jackson. That's right, because Action Jackson refused to wrestle with Jeff Gaylord. I don't know why, but he he refused. Really? <laughs> that's what he said. Was, uh, that's what we were saying. But. Yeah, and Jeff Gaylord's partner eventually in the GWF ended up being Gary Young, right? Yes, I I do believe they did tag. I was actually surprised that uh, Gary wasn't uh, wasn't in this tournament because there were so many people that were in it. And I, I felt like, I mean, I guess you have to leave one person out, but why Gary? Or, or, or was he sick that week? Because why would you bring in the Blue Avenger? Or we ran out of money. One of the, uh, more likely we ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> You guys were still, you guys were still the, pretty. Uh, uh, the company was still pretty young, though. I think we, we were, yeah, like, we, were what, doing like, o- we were doing okay. The the overstreets were funding the whole thing, and um, it was a struggle. It was always a struggle, but we 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 did okay. I mean, God bless and and rest his soul, Joe Petticino just kept that thing moving along. He did not want to yep. see it go away. And he put everything he could possibly put into it. That's for for darn sure. Um, The the next match we've already kind of talked about when Christopher Love's team of Randy Rose and Rick Guerin took on Eric Fontaine, who also happened to be managed by Christopher Love and Brian Adias. And the winner was, it says Randy Rose and Rick Guerin, but I think it ended up being Randy Rose and Eric Fontaine that went on. It was, they tried uh, to move on, but Hudson, Hudson ruined that. Well, of course he did, because that's what Scott does. No, I'm kidding. The American breed, Dapper Dan and Rick Gonzalez, I don't remember these guys, against Cactus Jack and Muck and Sing, and that's probably why I don't remember them. <laughs> well, yeah, they were pretty much pancaked during the match. Yeah. I've, I've been and, uh, watching. I've, I've been watching a lot of old Calgary stuff and seeing Muck and Sing back in his in his heyday. And boy, that that group just drove Ed Whalen bonkers. Uh, you know, you, now you mentioned, Cactus, Cactus you was the, the mystery partner, as you said earlier. Of was the cartel always supposed to be like? Uh, Muckin and Cactus and uh, Rip and Scott or was there always going to be or was there four different guys in mind at first? No, I, those were the guys that we had in mind for it. Um, 
uh, Cactus obviously got the the offer from WCW shortly thereafter. Um, but I still, to this day, think that the original idea was to have Medusa as the boss. I really think that that was the idea. Um, I know we had been talking to her, and then of course Eddie came in, and um, but you know it, it was never going to be Akbar. Akbar wanted to to throw everybody off. And then when nothing worked out, it ended up being Max Andrews and one of the biggest cluster but um bums you could ever imagine. But, yeah. you know, I digress yeah. again. <laughs> I, I, I do remember uh, you telling us uh, the first time we ever had you on the show, you did tell us about uh, trying to get Medusa to be the boss. I also should mention that speaking of bosses, uh, Bill is back. Hey! I'm back. <laughs> so... I think we can circle back to his to his first round match. So, Bill, first of all, Craig Johnson, uh, great to talk to you. It's been an awfully oh, long time, and I always yeah. loved uh, working with you. That's for darn sure. Sorry if I made well, you look you. small, but apparently I made everybody look small. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Were you huge? Well, I was six foot four. So, oh well, that, yeah. Well, that, that's why Bill you better check yourself. Hire me. You better check yourself. Listen to this. I've always been six one and a half, six two, right? Six one and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 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 a little older now, you know. And I go to do I go do my yearly physical, and the the nurse said, "Oh yeah, get on the scale this year, and then and then let's measure you up." Yeah, okay. And she goes, yeah, okay, 5'11". And I oh, said, 5'11"? No. Are you out of your mind? What the hell are you talking 5'11"? I've been 6'1 all my life. What are you What are you crazy? Oh, I don't know. Go back underneath there. Oh, 5'11". I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm, I'm shrinking. Wow. <laughs> you know, but in, I did in, have a – in, in, in this last year – I don't know, my lower back was bugging me, and so I went and had an MRI, and, of course, you know, there's something pinching, and so, you know, you can only, you can, is this just a, is this a family-friendly uh, place? But you can only stack shit so high, and after a while, it starts to pack down, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm I'm a little shorter than I used to be. Uh, well, don't worry, Bill. This, 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 this is not a family-friendly podcast, <laughs> so you can say whatever you want. Oh, <laughs> well, that's what so, I was so, so I I'll, just said that. I'll ask Are the question: Why the fuck don't you door? remember Johnny Ace? Huh? <laughs> why the fuck don't you remember Johnny Ace being your partner? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Too many chair shots, you know. <laughs> Ah, I got you. Bill, are you shorter because you're not wearing your boots? No, no. I, I, well, of course you are, but I still wear my boots. But you know, I just like this ain't right. Something wasn't right. You know, and I got to tell you, Johnny Ace. Now let me ask you this, Johnny Ace, and that's a Laurinaitis, right? Yeah, that's right. Is that the same guy that went to work up in New York? Yeah. Yes, in the yeah. traffic for Vince, yeah. Yeah, he's been in the news <laughs> a lot lately. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, it's like, what? 
I don't know. Like I said, too many chair shots. You know. Uh, his his finishing move eventually became the future endeavors. <laughs> future endeavors. There you go. There you go. Well, obviously so we he, didn't get past the first round, did we? No, you did. You did. Oh, we, yeah. You beat ah. you beat Jeff Gaylord and the Blue Avenger, who we still don't know who it is. Jeff. Oh Lord, Jeff Gaylord. Holy. Yep, there's a name. <laughs> Unbelievable. Man, yeah, that blows him. that blows that blows dust off the old brain a little bit like whoa. <laughs> Jeff Gaylord. Unbelievable. No, he Jeff died Gaylord yeah. Wardlow Wardlow before there was a Wardlow. Before Wardlow was even yeah. born. <laughs> yeah. See. <laughs> well, you know, I tried to I was the other day when I you know, yeah um uh, Lush brother called me about coming on and all that stuff, and uh, I'm like, okay, fine. And I don't know, somebody sent me like, well, this is what we're going to be watching or talking about. And I, I started watching, and I saw one tag team match, and then and then I was like watching, the, the, it looked like I was watching the whole show because then it was a singles match, and I, and I thought, well, Christ, I can't watch all these. TV shows just to see a couple of tag team matches. So I, I guess I really didn't watch them, but you know. Well, the 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 cool thing was, and I'm going to go to your second round match because we pretty much made it through the first round with everybody else. Uh, but okay. your second round match was against Mike Davis and Tom Davis, the Dirty Davis brothers. Mike Davis, holy jeez. <laughs> I mean, I, I, he he's departed, hasn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Well, the only other Mike yeah, Davis I, I know so, yeah. is, uh, yeah, Mike Davis is uh, Bugsy McGraw. Ah. Remember, anybody remember Bugsy? I remember Bugsy. Remember, remember Bugsy? I do. So Bugsy's, Bugsy's real name is Mike Davis. Oh, that's funny. If I'm remembering right, I'm pretty sure I'm right. But, uh, Bill, talk a little bit about Mike Davis, the the one that you wrestled. He was a crazy guy, but also one of the nicest guys I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was a very nice guy. I mean, you know, he uh, he was loony and goofy in the ring and did all that, but he was a very nice man to be around. Yeah. Yeah. I I. I, I, I I couldn't come up with any bad words for him at all. No, he was very nice. So, you know. He's a great leader. God rest his. What's that? Bill, can you can, He's Bill, a great can you leader talk a little bit? And a great person all yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. Bill, can you talk a little bit about the joy of working in that amazing building that was really a pile of crap? But the sportatorium, just how amazing it was to be in there. Well, the build, it wasn't, I think, you know, the thing about the, the uh, sportatorium down there was that when it was full and all the people were chanting and, 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 and having a great time, they came, they had good times, and everybody, you know, enjoyed themselves there. So that made a difference when the crowd is always uh, having fun it makes it easy to work for them, you know. If they're sitting on their hands and don't give a, give a shit, well, jeez, oh, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, that's no fun either. That's worse. You know, you'd rather have the crowd that at least is into it, call your names and throw shit at you than just sit there and look at you. I know, th- yeah. I know, Doug, this is kind of off topic, but I, I'd love to ask both Chaz and Bill because I know it really struck me. I don't know if you all have seen the Iron Claw, but how they got the Sportatorium and Fritz's office and the the feeling of that locker room so damn right. I was amazed by how close it was and it, how much it felt like the Sportatorium. I have not seen it was, that. It was hard movie. to watch. It was having lived through it. It was it was difficult to watch. I for yeah. me. Is that Chaz? I think they did a, a very well, great job doing the movie, but I would have liked to have seen Bill, myself, and a few of the guys that were back then kind of like cameoed in the movie or something. would have been kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Is that Bill, you, to Chaz? answer your question, it is Chaz. It is, Bill. I love you, brother. How are you? God. Yeah, I don't you know, even I was going to chime in and say, hey, Bill, tell me a story about that snot-nosed punk Pretty boy Chaz. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Jeez. So I, you know, I don't, uh, I don't even, I can't even think of when the last time we saw each other. I don't even know. I don't know either. I wouldn't. Man, that's I, like unbelievable. Where are you now? I'm actually living right now. I got a house in uh, Durant, Oklahoma, and in Houston, but I'm, I'm residing in Oklahoma. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, I moved up here uh, for my wife. She had a, and with me traveling and wrestling and doing movies, I thought it best if she had a health problem to be near her parents. So, yeah. So that's that's what we moved up Is that what you're doing? Are you you wrestling a little bit and doing some movies and stuff? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I I haven't officially retired from wrestling and, uh, I, I've been working on movies. I got a few on Amazon Prime right now, and one on oh, Pure yeah? Flicks. And yeah, I, I got one that well, just I, left I the catch... theaters. That, that left the theaters that they sold the movie to a L.A. company, and they're going to be distributed in like Walmart and different places. Called the Greatest. I, I I see your stuff on Facebook. Uh, some of you know pictures of you and that kind of stuff. I don't ever post anything on Facebook, but I'm on. I go there and I scroll through and look at stuff all the time, and I see your your stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to if 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 one of you guys have my phone number, you can give it to him afterwards. Please. Yeah, I'd like to. You know, I got a yeah. funny story. You knew you knew uh, a lady years ago. I don't know the time frame. Um, Brenda Roberts. Brenda Roberts. Out of Dallas. Um, I'm actually uh, her daughter's my wife. Really? Well, I don't. Yeah. I. I don't know how. Yeah, I know. I've I had mean, so many. What did she? Too. What did she do? I don't. What did, was she? Someone that worked at the building or what? No. Um, shit. I don't even know. I don't know what she did back then. <laughs> That's a great question. Damn, I don't know what I did back then. <laughs> oh, yeah, isn't that the truth? Man. Hey, Bill, where are you, li- where, Bill, where are you living these days? I live in Duluth, Minnesota. Go ahead, uh, look awesome. it up. 
Oh, no, Minnesota is near and dear to my heart. My daughter lives in, in Minneapolis, and I try to come up there two or three times a year. Uh, Minnesota oh, yeah? is near and dear to my heart, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm in the, the Austin, booming, yeah, I'm in the booming metropolis of Cincinnati, Ohio now. Oh, How I wow. got here, I'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I got back, I came back uh, like 25 years ago. Uh, Chaz, you remember Wyatt, my son? He was only three way back uh, when we left. Maybe yeah. you never met him. I'm not sure. Anyway. I think I did. We we moved out of Texas when he got close to school age because uh, Texas has uh, such wonderful school <laughs> school system. <laughs> so we went we we moved home. Uh, my mother was still alive and uh, my wife's parents were still alive. So we we moved back. We've been back for 25. We moved back in '98. So I don't know. Somebody add that up. I don't know how many years we've been back. So, yeah, yeah. So, so when, uh, hey, hey, I got a question. I got a question. I, I, I got a question. Who won the tournament? <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, we'll go through the second round. Uh, Steve Simpson and Chris Walker over Stan Lane and Steve Cox when uh, when Steve Cox wouldn't cheat. Uh, then uh, Jack Victory and Rip Morgan over Sonny Beach and Stevie Ray. Which isn't uh, then on Mike the video, Tom- by the way. <laughs> it wasn't on the video. What ended up happening oh. is they ended up replaying. Instead of, re- instead of playing that second-round match, they ended up replaying uh, the Royal Family's first-round victory over Chaz and Terry. <laughs> video Bob must have been uh, uh, smoking something or something. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, then Mike and Tom Davis uh, defeated, well, I'm sorry, uh, Bill Irwin and, and uh, Future Endeavors. Uh, Randy Rhodes and Rick Guerin were defeated by Cactus Jack and Muck and Sing. And then thanks Mark Youngblood. Yep, yeah, thank you. And uh, Mark Youngblood and Chris Youngblood actually defeated Bad News and Dick Bully Busick. And Scott Anthony and Rip Rogers uh, over Joel Deaton and Billy Black which I think was actually Joel Deaton and Chaz. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, quarterfinals, Steve Simpson and Chris Walker. And over who do you think got pinned J- in that match? Um, hmm. Chaz. Chaz, yes. <laughs> yeah. Did I make it quarterfinals? Good, I'm sure he it did. Damn good, sir. It looked damn good. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Quarterfinals, Steve Simpson and Chris Walker over Jack Victory and Rip Morgan. Uh, Cactus Jack and Muck and Sing over Mike Davis and Tom Davis. Uh, Scott Anthony and Rip Rogers uh, went on to the finals where they took on, or went on to the semifinals where they took on the very difficult team of bye. (laughs) They got to go straight to the finals. That's what made it European. Uh, yeah. In the other oh. semifinals, it was Steve. That's what made it European. In the other semifinals, it was Steve Simpson and Chris Walker over Cactus Jack and Muck and Sing. And in the finals, Rip Rogers and Scott Anthony lose to Steve Simpson and Conan Chris Walker 
and Steve Simpson and Chris Walker become the first ever Global Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions. Thanks Aww. for being with us. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll see everybody. We'll see everybody at the bar. Uh, well, actually, no. We're all in different states. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig's birthday. There you go. But, but, yeah, yeah. There's a Hooters here. We 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 will probably go after the Northern Wrestling Federation show tomorrow night. Uh, that's where yeah. we'll all go. Uh, now wow. I got. I, I don't know if there's any Hooters around here. I do have a couple things to say about the, the tag team. First of all, about Bill's second round match where they took on the Davis brothers. Bill and Johnny could have won that had not Bill hung Tom Davis with Mr. Lash. Oh, no. I hung you him? Had to, Bill, you had to resort to cheating. <laughs> you could have had the match well, won. Yeah, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to carry those belts around. They're heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Can you still crack a whip, Bill? Oh yeah, I still got a whip. Yes, I do. I got one at the house, and then Black Bart he made me one, a short oh. one. Yeah, I can still crack it. Yeah. That's like oh, yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Once you learn how to do it, you it's not too hard. I had to have not them too operate many people stuff. On my not shoulder, so I could do it again. That whip as you, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, not too many people were yeah. as good as you with that whip. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I cracked it around. I carried it everywhere. I even got what's his name, the referee. Where did what's his name? Uh, I've been hit with chairs. James Beard. James Beard. Huh? James Beard. Yeah. T- you ask him how good I am with that whip. I hit him on the ass a couple of times. He ass once with it. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. And another thing I kind of want to bring up, and, and this is kind of off topic of the tag team tournament, but this is actually one of my favorite uh, things of the GWF is back in the day with the Wild Bunch and the California Connection feud. Uh, and there was a match between Wild Bill and Hollywood John Tatum. That might be one of the reasons why John hasn't called in. Uh, and <laughs> before the match, Bill's got the whip going and he keeps trying to whip John and the look on John's facial expressions were magic. Uh, yeah, he was, he, uh, yeah. And he yeah, just he had that look on his face, like that sad sourpuss look, <laughs> like, cause he couldn't get in the ring. And then Craig, you with the caller, just like, watch out. <laughs> Uh, well, you, then, like, you know I had a name for that. Uh, you know I had a name for his facial expression. It was the bionic pout. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that, that bionic pout, and then John trying to hide behind the ring girl. <laughs> but, but Bill oh, that's, just that's was, ring girl. almost like Bill almost got him like three or four times, and I was just like, I, I remember watching that again a couple years ago. And just being like, this is why this was one of my favorite things to watch when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, and well, we had yeah. a lot of fun, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. The bi- the bionic pout, like, the, and <laughs> he, he, we saw that in the in the uh, tournament in, in the tournament video too. Yep. He had he had that pout. By the way, uh, my brother Daniel, uh, my brother Daniel here was actually disappointed that Holly, that Hollywood and Rod. Did not advance in the tournament. 
Yeah, I big John Tatum fan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he was just like, wait a minute. Like they don't advance. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, well and I was trying not to spoil it, but he's just like Walker and Simpson win, don't they? And I'm like Where speaking of speaking of Lush brother, where is he? I don't Rod know. Price. I, I, Where's Rod I, Price? I texted Rod and I'm like, we're live. Uh, maybe Tammy wanted also. to go out on another date again. Who knows? He, he's over at the I, Metroplex. I, he's over at the Metroplex Arena. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you want an arcade reference? There's one for you. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, you know, Craig, there was something, something I wanted to ask you, too, about, because uh, we really haven't brought him up much, the handsome stranger. Some people know him uh, as Alexander Bagwell. Some people know him as Buff. Uh, Jim Ross knows him as a mama's boy. But uh, <laughs> I, I saw in a in an interview. Judy Bagwell Bill, on the pole. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw in an interview that Bill Eady did, uh online or on YouTube a, a couple months ago that uh, the handsome when the, uh, the handsome stranger when Mark went over to uh, to WCW Dusty really wanted the handsome stranger gimmick but oh, really Bill Eady Bill Eady's wife though is the one that came up with the gimmick and she wanted a percentage of what Bagwell was going to get. Like she wanted a percentage for the gimmick and Dusty said it was okay. But Bagwell said no. Wow. Um, and then wow. Dusty was actually thinking about not hiring him because Dusty wanted the gimmick. And wow. he's like, that my, I never my impressions knew. are horrible, but I'm going to try. I'm going to offend, but I'm going to try. He was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with you, baby. I really <laughs> wanted a handsome stranger gimmick. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, Lavender yeah. Kelly, you will, that uh, he saw the handsome stranger with the mask and said, uh, the women will go crazy about him, don't you know, in public. Yeah. He will. Yeah. Hey, you guys better keep your day jobs. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, baby. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to doing Johnny Ace. I am. <laughs> I'll just wow. go back to asking questions. Uh, but... Uh, it, Craig, did you did you ever hear that story? Did Bill ever tell you that? No, no, I'd never heard that. That's why I was shocked to hear that. Um, yeah, I, one of the questions that I got quite a bit uh, from from fans were, why did they put Mark Bagwell behind a mask? And I I think it was because he just had that boyish face, and and they wanted to create the, something that was romantic for for the women and. You know, every you, you need some women viewers to help the ratings because it's not going to be all guys with beers in one hand and remote in the other. Um, and I think they were just trying to to get some of that viewership in. Whatever happened to him? Uh, Above? He, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah. He, he's still yeah, alive. That's, seen him that, in a couple that's about the best you can say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was actually I saw here. him a couple years ago. He looked well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we saw him about what 
four years ago, Stan? Yeah. yeah. Four years ago at a convention in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, I didn't get oh. a chance to talk to him or anything. He but, looked great, though. But he looked – yeah, he looked pretty good then. I know now he kind of looks unrecognizable. He doesn't uh, – he looks unrecognizable. Uh, but he got himself cleaned up real well. Hell yeah. I, from, from what I saw, from pictures that I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I think DDP. Well, we all we all have had our we all have had our problems. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah. now, Chaz, when did your dad come into GWF? Right at the beginning when I did, because um, a lot of people don't know it, but we, we worked for Jarrett on the last show. They put us in a dark match. And put dad put a hood on, put me over as a tryout. And then they're like, okay, you know, and then we find out, okay, well, we're done. Global's in. So I show up ready to work, not knowing what's going on. You know, dad and I always made the trip together. And he, they didn't use him at first, but, you know, he was there. And then they started using him. And every time we were there, they used us. I remember one of the first matches I saw him in in Global. I think he teamed with Black Bart to take on Walker and Simpson. And your dad ended up taking the pin. And I just remember him trying to wave Black Bart into the ring. And Bart just stood up on the apron. And uh, <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But Bart before, that, on the apron. before that, he was in there with the Patriots. Oh, yeah. yeah I re- oh, yeah. I remember that, too. Oh, I remember that one. I remember yeah. that one. Title match. Yeah. Uh but when uh he when Bart stood on the apron he asked Bart at the end, he's like, What's going on? And then he when Bart turned around and he, he kinda glommed Bart from behind. Yeah. And yep. and Craig and Scott were just like, Well, what did he hit Black Bart for? He didn't say he Black Bart didn't get pinned, Tug Taylor did. And and I'm sitting there because, again, I saw this again like a few years ago, and I'm just like, Bart stood on the apron. <laughs> I didn't come in. Like, I'm – and I don't know if I should be admitting this while Craig is on the line, but I'm like kind of arguing – even though Craig can't hear me because it, it was done like years before. Oh, yeah. Like, but I'm, I felt like I was having an argument with Craig Johnson because he's trying to say – Oh, Tug shouldn't have hit Black Bart. It's like Bart stood on the apron. I'd hit him too. You, you know they, they didn't call me. Too. They didn't call me clueless, Craig Johnson, for nothing. <laughs> or did they call me that? But, um, <laughs> I mean, I I never did. But like, I mean, especially when I was a kid, I didn't. Because when I was a kid, I was clueless. Now I've gotten way out of clueless since then. Now you're really but, clueless, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, super. Yeah. Uh, don't ask the people I work with about that. Uh, Dan, you shouldn't say anything either because I do work with you. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I remember that. And then I remember when, uh, Chaz, I remember when you two started, uh, started tagging. And I think your first feud or your big feud was against the Davis brothers, right? Correct. Correct. I love beating on them, and I love getting beat up by them. They, they mean the, <laughs> like Mike was just Mike. I don't. He was ahead of his time. He was just a, a beautiful person, 
um, in and out of the ring, and he just he I, I would say like like Bill, Mike took me under his wing and took care of me, beat the snot out of me, but I learned from it, you know. And I was fortunate enough to be in there and with some greats, and I mean just learning from the greats, getting in there and beating the shit out, getting the shit beat out of me, and fighting back and I mean it just man it was just a hell of a time it was just man I wish I could get in a time machine and do it again (laughs) Doug and everybody uh, this is Craig I I do need to hop off here because I've got something that uh, I've got going on around 8 o'clock tonight but it is absolutely great catching up with all of you all Chaz great to talk to you again Bill wonderful talking to you talking about some great memories yeah, it was it was uh, nice. Yeah, Craig, thank you very much for joining us. We'll definitely be uh, contacting you again soon uh, to to do more of these because these are awesome. Always enjoy it. Take care, everyone, and uh, be well. Love. All right, take care. Be well. Bye bye. Uh, so, so, all right, Doug, so uh, go ahead. Do you like? Do you have like? Uh, I don't know how to get a hold of like. Video Bob or anybody to get copies of the video and stuff like from the the tapes and stuff from Global because like I don't have many of my matches or many of Global matches or any Jeez. and aren't they on YouTube? Talked about Tinder not here, you know. And and I have pictures of the billboard with me versus Nagasaki. And it's funny, but like some of the historians, like I talked to Brian, one of the historians. And like when I posted the picture of me in Nagasaki, he's like, "Yeah, but you didn't wrestle." And I'm like, "I was in the ring with him. What do you mean I didn't wrestle him?" You know. So it's like, I wish I had a video of a lot of this. I loved getting in the ring with Bill all the time. You know, I knew I was going to leave, wake up sore the next morning. Was- oh, oh. <laughs> uh, wait a I'm, minute. You know, if anybody has any of those videos, I'd love to get a copy of them. Yeah, I mean, I I get a lot of know, stuff from YouTube, Chaz. Like, I could try to keep sending okay. you stuff, like if, if I can find it. I mean, I don't know, like if you'll be able yeah, to get please. it or not. Yeah, no. I'll, well, yeah, uh, I don't know how I didn't get that other one. If you yeah. can send that to me again, I, I see if it goes through. I don't know. I, I must have been in like a dead zone or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll yeah, I'll just start sending you a bunch of uh, videos and. Uh, Bill, if well, it you is are okay with you, Bill, if it is okay with you, Chad, yeah, I will true. also send you Bill's phone number so uh, you guys can uh, get yeah, back in please. touch. Yeah, yeah send him my phone number. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, does anybody have anything else uh, they would like to uh, talk uh, talk about here? I mean, we've gone through the tournament. Uh, I mean, th- this has been fun. Me, just, uh, my brother, and I. And I think we have another co-host on here, too, who hasn't, like, I'm pretty sure he's sleeping right now. But even just listening to you guys reminisce and about the tournament and even just hanging out and stuff, it's really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been, this has been like a night off for us, uh, uh, just just listening to you guys, and it's been fantastic. But does have any, anybody have anything else they would like to uh, talk about before we sign off here? Yeah, Bill, what are you doing nowadays? Wild Bill, what am yeah. I doing? Um, I'm I'm retired. You know, obviously I retired from wrestling way back in probably about '98. I once I moved home in '98, I spent another year 
running with Ken Patera to the local fairgrounds, you know, during the summer, he had all the fairs booked. But really, I retired and been here for the last, I don't know, for the last 10 years, I've been driving uh, charter buses, you know, big buses, uh, driving hockey teams, baseball teams, uh, college teams uh, to their matches or to the games and stuff, you know. It's just like it's just like it was. I'm I'm still on the road. I go 300 miles that right. way one day and 300 miles the other way the next day. And you know, only thing is, I don't. I didn't have to get my. I didn't have to get beat up. So nice. You know, it's, please, a, it's about the same. Me, but but I don't know. At least, at least one of the trips but, while you're doing that. Please tell me you got into character and cracked the whip. Oh, you know I did. You know <laughs> I did. Love it. Sit the hell down, oh. damn it. Now, now, <laughs> how many times have yeah. you said that on the bus? Oh, God. Don't make now, me stop this now, bus. Yeah, don't make me pull that whip out. Right? <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, now Bill, are you going you know, to crack the whip on Rod for not showing up on the show tonight for, for no show? I'm going to have to, uh, yeah. Although there was... I, there was confusion as to when it was on. Does he think it's on later tonight or something? I told him That's what why I, I clarified. I told him the time like three times, and he's been he has been on this show ten times. Okay. Oh, uh, well, but maybe uh, he just didn't so, want to show up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I mean, he, we are definitely going to have to do another. We're going to have to do another one of these at some point and get you guys back on. Get you guys back on because I, I love doing All these. Right. Uh, these, uh, you know, reminiscing and doing these uh, retrospectives on this. All because Global was one of my favorite things to watch when I was a kid. Hey, hey, you guys! I don't know. Black Bart has a book out now. You know. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yes. yes. Yeah, it just came. It just came out, and uh, the guy who helped him write it or whatever sent me a copy. I just got it yesterday. But his book is out, and it's uh, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I didn't read the whole thing, but I read a few of the stories and stuff. It's it's a it's a nice book. You know, when's your book coming? And uh, you know, Bart is uh, Bart's having you know some problems, so you know if we can help him out any way we can, you know. Hundred percent. I'll well, get a copy. I'll, I'll get a copy. Well, yeah, you and I will both get copies, even though we live in the same house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and if Doug, if you could post a, a link to to the book to to purchase, yeah. that'd be great. Hundred percent. We'll put it in the group yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yep. So, Bill, yeah. when's your book coming? Getting... Oh God, I haven't. I, well, I don't know since I haven't even started one. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I I started. If people one tell with, me uh, I should. Michael McCurdy. And uh, so it should be out within – it should be out this year. We should finish it. Awesome. So we'll, well make, sure, uh, make sure we look out for that. And, Bill, whenever you uh, decide to start writing one, we'll definitely be on the lookout for that. Uh, All right. Do you, but, do you uh, do, Bill, do you do any of the, like, the cons, like, to go sign autographs and stuff? Oh, I do. I go out – I guess, you know, people – I go out to the East Coast, I don't know, it's once or twice a year. I was in Charlotte last year. Okay. At that Because I just started doing out, you know. I just started doing them. I had a meeting today earlier with the Texomacon. 
Comic Con, and uh, so I'm 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 starting doing that circuit now too, and doing movies. Well, that, I, and you know, and, yeah, I've never been to a lot of those uh, ones around, but you know, I mean, it seems like they're everywhere. But right, you no, know, I've you never know. been invited, but now I'm starting to get to, get to them. So, you know, maybe we yeah. we'll run into each other at one, or you know, I'll backdrop you. Okay. I'll backdrop you. There you go. Now, Bill, when you get asked to go to these things, do they ask you to go as Wild Bill or as the goon? Uh, It it depends. Usually, you know, like out on the East Coast, you know, it'll be, they want to know information and then they they like the goon character. And then, of course, they, they also like Wild Bill. It's kind of like it's one and the other, you know. Yeah. So they have pictures of the goon. Just, they have pictures of, of Wild Bill. So. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, know. I I prefer Wild Bill. No. Well, there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll have Wild Bill. Yeah. So. But, uh, well, all right, you guys. I'm gonna have to Bill? let you go too. What? Okay. On a right, personal we'll, note, we'll wrap it thank up. you, brother. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna care. we're gonna ra- we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Bill, is there anything you want to plug before you uh, get back to driving the bus? I want to plug Black Bart's book. Okay. That's what I'd like Amen. people to go find Black Bart's book. He's, uh, you know, he's got some uh, problems, health problems, and uh, you know, somebody, everybody needs to check on Black Bart. Yep, Amen. absolutely. Cool. We'll we'll find a link right. and we'll post it up. I'll post that up on my Facebook. So Bill, thank you very much for joining us, and we'll be uh, we'll be in contact soon because we'd love to have you on again, sir. All right, man. Love you guys. Love you, Take care. Love you, brother. All, All right, man. Chaz, right. call Take me. Take it easy, Bill. All right. All right, man. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Uh, Chaz, before we uh, before we wrap up here, why don't you go ahead and plug some of your uh, films that have come out? All right. Well, I had a Jerica Road. I play a biker, like one of the the lead characters in the movie. Um, I, I play a character named Big Fish. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Um, Outrage, Outrage 2022, I think is what it was listed as on uh, 2022 or 23 on Amazon Prime. Um, I also play a biker. It's kind of like I get typecast. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I play a cowboy in a showdown on the Brazos. I play a biker in a, in a show on uh, two episodes of Sons of Thunder on Pure Flix. It's like a Christian Netflix. Um, I, we just had a movie. I flew over to India for 10 days to promote the world premiere of a movie over there called The Great, uh, the Great Escape. And uh, I played the lead bad guy. It was uh, two, two mob bosses fighting for control. And uh, now there's some great one-liners in there, and uh, I'm excited. That just got purchased by a, a company in L.A. to distribute. So uh, I'm just I'm just counting my blessings. I play every year in the Celebrity Softball Classic in Dallas. Well, they're, we're playing in Plano now. We were playing at the Globe Life Field, but now we're at the Frisco Rough Riders Stadium. And uh, seeing a smaller stadium, you know, we're – it's just more intimate and we, you know, where else can you walk, you go to watch a, an event like that and all of the, the fans are 
getting to meet the celebrities because we got to some of us are up there in the stands walking around during the game and you know it's just man I'm living the dream I really am you know I just that's it. Man, I'm kind of at a loss for words when you you know you try to think of and you know count your blessings and everything. But I've been blessed. I mean, I'm surrounded by great people, and I think that's the key to life. Just you are who you hang around. How many times have you heard that from your parents? Yeah, a, a lot. Parents, yeah, grandparents. Yeah, so it's like I decided I decided to start hanging around all these other celebrities and you know, the positive ones that are making influences on people. And, you know, so I, like my, I have really good friends that run the celebrity softball classic that also work with the, the miracle network and boys and girls clubs and stuff. So, you know, it's my time now to give back. So, you know, if anybody's interested in reaching out to me to do a motivational speaker or just, you know, uplift some people, I'm all about it because, you know, it's it's my time now to give back. You know, people right. people tell me all the time that, you know, they watched me when they were, they'd race home from school or whatever or work just to watch wrestling matches that I was in. And, I mean, that's a heck of a feeling. You know, I, I, it's like you can't really describe how heartwarming that is when when – People you don't know, you impact their lives, and and that's it doesn't get much better than that. Right, I, I can tell you from personal experience, Chaz. Like I, I am one of those people. I used to rush home every every day, even when that thing started. You know, summer obviously it started in the summer of '91, and I was already home. But you know, when I started school in the fall, I knew what time you guys were going to be on. I would get home turned the TV on right away, made sure that I watched you guys. I, I looked up to a lot of you guys, uh, which is one of the reasons why I, I like to do. I don't set out to do uh, retrospectives on WCW and WWF, although they would be cool. GWF is what I like to focus on because that was, that was a huge part of my childhood. And you were, you and Bill and Craig and the other guys that did not show up to this uh, still awesome. are, are, were still awesome. And you guys were a big part in uh, a, a big part in, in my childhood. Thank you. Thank you. You know, and I, I, I kind of, I still live through it. And like, I have a, you heard a T public. Sounds funny, com. Yeah. I, yeah I have like, that's where I sell my merchandise and stuff through. Like uh, okay. I have GWF, I have GWF T-shirts, Sportatorium T-shirts, and all kinds of stuff that you know it, it, it's pretty popular. But uh, just to kind of keep that stuff alive, and I mean, man, I was surrounded by brilliant people there. I mean, and and man, you can't even fathom all of that because it, it's just you know I was there and I wasn't. You know, I joke about being a little snot-nosed punk kid, but one of the reasons they, I think they accepted me, I guess we, I wish I would have talked about this when Bill was online so he could give feedback, but I showed those guys respect because I did respect them. I looked up to them. And guys like Bill and Mike Davis, Black Bart, everybody please buy his book. Um, 
those guys, I showed them respect, and they took care of me. They could have, you know, because I saw them care of snot-nosed punk kids. But because I was raised to respect people, they saw that. They knew that. And if they asked me to do something, yes, sir. And and I, I never fought back with them. You know, I never argued. I showed them respect. And then they gave I earned their respect, if that makes sense to you. Right. Makes perfect sense. And we were with them. Look at all look at all all of that wealth of talent that came in there, and a lot of people don't re- realize or remember, but like global at one time in the ratings was number two yeah well, you know, they in had, popularity yeah i I could see it you guys were especially i think it was what like maybe October to maybe like October of ninety one to like February or January or February 92, weren't you guys packing in like 3,000 to 3,500 yeah, people were, in, the, in the Global yeah, Dome? It was, it was packed at times because it was like they had the like the crow's nest up top, and there were people like right up against the, the fence where we would sit and watch the matches. Yeah, and, and like we didn't and, really and touch on it earlier, but this is a hot crowd tonight, like for that tournament. Yeah. Like, like the, the people yeah, were there, was. and they were screaming. Yeah, mainly for Walker and well, Simpson, and like, but they were screaming. Yeah, but for the baby yeah, face. Yeah, and, and at the time, I was young and fresh, and I was – a lot of people don't realize that, you know, we were the pioneers of the, the junior heavyweight and what they are now, you know. And I talked to, like, guys like Mega TJP and, and some of the guys that are phenomenal now remember that because they watched that. You know, and, you know, it's nice to see the guys that people think or consider high flyers and some of the best are, they learn from us, just like we did from the generation before us. And, like, the first time I met uh, the Hardy Boys and Christian and Edge, they knew who I was, and, uh, you know, and they even said, yeah, we, we watched some of your moves and we learned some of your moves and do them, like the Swanton Bomb. I don't know if you watched old tapes of global but you'll see yeah. me do that i never connected because i was always worried about hurting a guy but right. uh that's when they saw me doing that front flip they said that well shit we're gonna land on the guy and then that's where that came from and you know a, a lot of moves that i did back then people don't really realize and you know it's not all about me but when you look at things it's kind of like you see things and you're you, it makes you wonder like Damn, I was kind of part of that. You know, like uh, when you watch Forrest Gump and he talks about all the things that, you know, he either invented or had influence on and stuff, you know, like the lion salt. How many times did I do that moonsault out of the second corner? Quite often, you know. And, right. But back then, too, the camera crew wasn't really ready for all the stuff that me and Sean Waltman and Jerry Lynn and some of the guys were doing. Because, you know, like I was the first guy to do a springboard flying clothesline from the top rope out of the ring onto the stage. And one of the matches, I can't remember who it was. I don't know if it was, uh, I don't think it was Sean or was it Billy Joe Travis. It showed, that they actually showed me jumping 
and then landing on the stage because the camera crew didn't have a clue on what we were doing. So they didn't catch me midair, like on a wide shot. So, you know, it's like, because they weren't ready because we were doing stuff that, you know, like the Frankensteiners from the corner and different things that all these moves that people really didn't do. Yeah, and there you wasn't know, and like that's why I'm like, I, I want to get now either. Yeah. What's that? And there wasn't like, you know how there's like 18 cameras in like WWE and AEW right. to catch all the flips right. and every angle and stuff either. And you guys are doing like next level stuff. Right. Yeah, we were ahead of our time with that, you know, and I don't, I don't like boasting about myself, but you mentioned cameras. A lot of people don't realize because it kind of gets a bad rap but one of the things that I'm kind of proud of was the world's first and only bungee match. I was you know, going to ask him about that. My name will always be on that. And it was hype. Everybody around the world was watching it. So, you know, I'm fresh and young and dumb and full of cum. That I didn't really grasp the concept of everything. You know, I'm still learning. And, we did. We thought everything was going great, and if you watch the video, the like the first fifty feet off the ground, you see an in camera, in in cage shot of us doing stuff. You know, fifty feet up into the air, we lose connection, so the in cage camera went out, and we didn't know. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, so that's crazy. We didn't know until TV until they aired it, that all the stuff that we did inside that little cage, none of it got seen. Jeez. Had it been today, had it been today, and we had access to drones, that would have been the best thing ever. Because you could, could have seen the interaction that we had in the cage before I threw him out. You know, but yet that camera went out, and everybody gave it a bad rap because of the, the, the camera crew. You know, right. and, and, like, and well, that was that was towards the, that was right as the new uh, owners of Global were taken over, right? Wasn't that North Star? Right. So, uh, yeah, I believe that was Gray Pearson. Yeah. So, and and by the way, the match was you and Stephen Dane, and then yep. after the match was over, Mike Davis attached himself to the bungee, and. Storyline has it is that he went to Mars and got a moon rock. <laughs> yeah. I think that and should it, be on display somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because that's when uh, they started calling him, because uh, cra- Tom Davis wasn't around Maniac. anymore. Maniac but that's Mike when they started Davis. calling him Crazy Mike. Yeah. I remember it, Maniac Mike Davis. For some reason. Yeah, I remember that too. Okay. Uh, you know, and I, I catch a lot of crap, and I got blocked from the Guinness Book of World Record online on all the social media pages because they were scheduled to be there, and at the last second they pulled out saying, well, no, we were going to do this, but then next week, next month, somebody's going to go 10, 10 feet higher, and then 10 feet higher after that, 10 feet higher after that. So it's like, you sons of bitches. I could have been in the world Guinness Book of World Record for the world's first and only, to this day, it's the world's first and only bungee match. 
Thanks, Guinness Book of World Records. I'm not bitter. Uh, all right, so we are gonna we are gonna wrap up here because we are running a, a little short on time. Uh, okay, but, I'm sorry, and I'm long winded. No, 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 you're all good. No, this has been great. This has been great. Uh, we're definitely gonna keep in uh, contact with you. Just like I try to keep in contact with all the guys because we would love to have you back. Uh, Please. That's if you're That's if you're willing to if you're willing to be back. Uh, yeah, I'd be happy to. I like reminiscing and stuff. As long, if I'm yeah. not on location shooting a movie or something, I'd be happy to. Beautiful. Uh, you had a question, Dan? No, and uh, everybody make sure to check out uh, Chaz's movies on Amazon Prime. And what was that store again? Uh, uh, com. If you Google, if you search on there, Chaz Taylor, and I think if you even go to Google or your search engine and just type in Chaz Taylor, I think it takes you to my IMDb page, which lists, you know, it's the IMDb International Movie Database. It shows all the movies that are made in history and stuff, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, TV. One of these. It even lists the movie, like the second movie I was ever in was in Tin Cup. Yeah, so make sure to check out that. Keith Marin. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I could talk for hours, guys. I'm sorry. No, no, all good, all good. We've we have enjoyed this. Uh, one, uh, probably, I don't know if it'll be the next time because I don't know if I'll be able to convince Eric and Daniel to do it or not. But one of these times, oh. we will review the light heavyweight title tournament. The only thing is okay. that video on YouTube is almost eight hours long. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> so, but we are going to do more. I would have to watch it like every for ten days. Yeah. One hour a day. You and me both. Uh, But we are going to keep doing more of these GWF retrospectives. Chaz, we thank you very much for uh, giving us uh, some of your time. It's been a blast. Uh, Thank you for for keeping me relevant. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thank you for for making us relevant. You're doing a great job of that. Thank you. And if you will... If you will, please, I'd ask you to, like, watch at least one of my movies or shows and give me feedback. Because I can't, just like with wrestling, I can't get better. What's that? 100%. Thank you. Because I can't get any better if I don't get feedback, you know? So, you know, I I appreciate and respect feedback, good and bad. You know, I don't, don't, like, blow smoke up my butt. Like, be honest with me and... You know, I, I enjoy making movies. I do my own stunt and have a great time doing it, you know, and I'm blessed yeah. enough to be able to do it. Yeah. We'd be more we'd be more than happy to sit down and uh and watch uh watch some of your movies. Uh definitely and, gonna watch a couple. And yeah. Definitely uh we'll get feedback as well. I'm excited to check a couple out. Yeah, me too. But I uh have one that- uh, one was on Adult Swim and won awards with Suplex Duplex Complex. It's the '80s wrestling comedy. Oh, that's sweet. on my YouTube channel. Yeah, that's on my YouTube channel, the Chaz Taylor. Okay. So, and then on Jerica Road, kind of like a spoiler. I have a I play a, a mathematic mathematic mathematician. Sorry, first day with my new tongue. I play a mathematician, <laughs> but I'm also a biker on the weekend. You know, like a hardcore biker and. I have a interracial love scene in the movie. 
So not to, you know, give a little spoiler or anything, but uh, it was, uh, I play a, a bad racist biker, but when you're watching the movie, you're like, no, he's not. So, you know, it's kind of, and and, and in the classroom, I, I, I'm at an all-black college, so it's like, it's it's kind of like, wait, what? But yet it's in it's the movie was done very well, you know. I I I I really loved Outrage, that's on Amazon Prime, and then Girls, Guns, and Blood is on Amazon Prime, and there's actually I think five or six legit porn stars in the movie, but it's not a porn. But those the the the, the talent in that movie ratings and rave reviews from everybody because it was just like everybody was just phenomenal awesome you know rebecca love christine Wynn, um cleo valentine um shit what's amber's last name i'm drawing a blank too many concussions like bill says too many chair shots <laughs> but uh man I, I just thank you thank you guys for having me on Oh, thank Absolute you, thank course. you so much for being on. Uh, again, we'll we'll keep in touch with you. I will also uh, message you uh, Wild Bill's phone number so you can keep in touch with him. Everybody, thank Please you so that. much for uh, joining us for this episode. It has been a blast. Thank you again to Craig Johnson or John Horton uh, uh, for being on. We appreciate it, and I appreciate him kind of taking the range of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's Wild what he does. Bill, he's awesome. Yeah, he 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 really is. I damn good comments. Still great on the play by play. Oh oh yeah, <laughs> I, I absolutely I absolutely adore him. Wild Bill was fantastic as a first time guest. Chaz Taylor, fantastic as a first time guest. Hopefully we can get these guys back on again because we would love to keep picking their brain. Uh, I love talking global. Uh, Eric, I'm thank you idea. very much. For- Eric, thank you very much uh, for uh, being on as well. Daniel, always good to have you. Yes, sir. We're going to sign off before Bob Clark starts charging us more money. All right. And if anybody's around I'm at the Texoma Comic Con, February 24th and 5th. All right. Make sure you check him out there as well. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you, too. Thank you very much. Bye. Love you guys. Stand by for the baddest, meanest, toughest wrestling you'll ever see.